Our text this morning is the uh, second reading in Romans 8. I want to bring you a piece of verse 16 and 17. We are children of God, and if children, then heirs. Heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ. And this is our text. The name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, uh, this, what I'm going to say to you is a little bit, uh, I don't know, maybe you'll find it a little controversial. It's hard to say how that's going to go, but I think we spend a lot of time, lately probably more than any other time really, uh, trying to protect our lives. Now, that part's not a little disturbing. I mean, that's, that's what you'd expect. Uh, but the reason we do this is to extend as much as possible our lives, and this is, this is what we do. Um, you could supposedly say that you owe yourself that uh, because, you know, you're supposed to live for a, a period of time and, and do what you do uh, for work, for family, for quality of life. That all seems like worthy events, and here Paul's going to turn that all on its ear. Uh, he says that you weren't that you aren't debtors to the flesh. You don't owe your flesh anything. Uh, You're not supposed to live by the demands of the flesh. Uh, That that must have been a little disturbing to the Romans that this letter goes out to uh, because that just goes counter to every kind of thinking that we have. Uh, Even modern Christians, and I suppose they must have thought this back then, that Christians have known for all time that you're stewards of your body and you're supposed to look after it. That's just, you know, because God gave it to you and you're supposed to do that. On the other hand, he told these Roman folks that they are alive in Christ and not in themselves, which I think he said multiple times. So you're supposed to live by the Spirit of God and not by the debts to the flesh. Well, that sounds like a, a, a parallel that's too hard even to make it work because, of course, you have to take care of yourself or you're going to die. Uh, but he's saying that you're supposed to live by the Spirit of God. And, and, oh, and oh, by the way, in case you missed it, you get to the end of this part of the letter, and it also says... If you're walking with Christ, you're going to share in his suffering, and this is to the flesh, before you share in his glory. Well, I mean, that's all pretty hard stuff. The thing that is so hard, the thing that's so hard to see in all this is that when you are supposed to be looking after yourself, even that's not for you. You would think it would be, because if you're looking after yourself, you're supposed to do that for you, right? Well, no. If anything, it's the exact opposite of that. It's, it's for the good. It's by the Spirit of God. It's for another. And it's to serve God. Notice there wasn't anything in there about you. Now, if for some reason that service is not to care for yourself. I imagine you've all had days like that, especially if you've ever had kids in your house. 
Sometimes you've got to look after them and it's going to cause you trouble. Or if you've got someone else that you have to look for or look out for rather in a hospital or on a job or, or, or wherever, it's, sometimes it's going to cause you suffering. And that's you sh sharing the suffering of Christ, which is what he did. You notice he did not try to save himself. He was there saving you. So this is all just what you hoped for, right? That you're not supposed to be looking after yourself. You're supposed to be looking after whatever God needs, uh, whatever the people that you're caring for needs. Uh, and if your body, your flesh is guiding your life, then you're doing it wrong. Because that's sin and that's slavery of fear because you're going to die. And then he says, you're going to die. So, you know, it turns out you can't stop that. And it's not your job. But we do this anyway. We look after ourselves because we fear death and we fear suffering. And, and, uh, and then you die anyway. So <laughs> it's kind of horrible news in life. Paul was not confused when he told you that you are not in debt to your flesh. You don't owe your flesh anything. You didn't give it to yourself. You couldn't have. You weren't here to give it to yourself. You didn't redeem it with your own blood. That's not your job, and you didn't do that. Of course, on the other hand, if Jesus had been looking after his own flesh, then you would still be in your sins. You can't extend your life even a minute out of Jesus' own mouth. He said, that's, you can't. It's not in you. You don't know how. You don't know when. You don't know anything about that. So you don't owe your body anything. It wouldn't do any good if you thought you did. It belongs to God. You who are believers are the body of Christ, which he takes care of, which is eternal, which cannot die. It's alive. You actually died to the deeds of the body when he went to his cross. He took all of your sins with it. He bled all over them. And he killed them. You actually rose with him. So as he is alive, you are alive. And you are like him. Never was. He was never in bondage to sin, and now you are no longer either. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't sin. What it means is you're no longer under the penalty of sin. You don't have to be dead anymore. You don't have to burn in hell anymore because he's freed you. You're alive, but you're not alive of yourself. You're alive in Christ. The spirit within you is not a spirit of fear and slavery. It's not about sin and death. That spirit that would take you in that direction is of the flesh and is owed nothing. The spirit that is within you, the one that is life, Paul says it's the spirit of sonship, which is, you know, a little awkward if you're a girl. Does that bother you at all, Katie? Or are you busy sleeping? It's <laughs> a late night. I think she just hates me. Not really. Maybe a little. Not even a little. Oh boy. 
But this is the spirit of sonship that lives in you. Now, the, the reason that he says that is because it's not just any sonship. Uh, uh, sonship is just being a son. And if you happen to be a son of the language of the Bible, that makes you an heir. You've been adopted into the family of your heavenly father, grafted into the tribe of Israel under the promise of Abraham. It's eternal. And you are, as Paul says, a co-heir with Jesus. Like one of the family. You are truly children of God. That's what's happened to you. Alive in Christ. Forever. Now your body's going to die, because that's what it does. But that doesn't mean that you'll be dead. Because you're going to live with Jesus forever. And when he raises your body in the end, when he comes back, he's going to make you a new and truly and perfect body. And that will be yours, alive in Christ, full of the Holy Spirit, for inspiration, for courage, for freedom. You truly walk with God. That's what's happened to you. You're, you're his heir. You're his heir with Jesus Christ. You have his spirit of power living in you all the time, which changes everything. And in that walk, the downside is since you're not here uh, owing your flesh anything, you're owing the one who made you, the one who redeemed you, the one who sustained you, uh, that's where your service goes. And he says that sometimes you will share in his suffering because that's how he suffered looking after other people looking after the will of his father. And so that's the way we walk too. And sometimes it will cause you trouble, but you will also, he says, share in his eternal glory. So you heard that you're heirs of God. I don't know if that, uh, the word means something. Some of you will understand that pretty easily. It's about inheritance. Well, so what's your inheritance? So, you know, when, when that happens is somebody uh, makes a will and, and names you in it uh, a part of the inheritance. You, are, you become an heir of this will. And then when somebody dies, then you, you get your inheritance. That's the way those things work. Well, that's what this is doing, too. You're an heir with Christ. When he dies, it's not the end, but he did die and you inherited and now he lives within you. He lives with you. He lives around you. He lives, walks with you. All of you are heirs, not just for now, but for eternity. Living with the Father and the Son as the Holy Spirit, they're marked upon your forehead when you were baptized. You bear their name. You bear their spirit. You bear their life. And you are now and forever the child of God, the body of Christ, and all of this is an eternal blessing that has been given you. You don't deserve it. You are not wonderful. We all know this. We sin. Our body will die. But the gift of God is grace and forgiveness and eternity. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.